Welcome to the All Things Hollywood show with your host, Travis Cody, where you will learn from the top entertainers and filmmakers in the world to get the real scoop on what goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood. Not just another cliche Hollywood gossip show. On each episode, you will discover the rarely revealed secrets to Hollywood from the insiders, moguls, and movie stars that actually make show business run. And now, here's your host, Travis Cody. Hello, welcome back for another episode of the All Things Hollywood Show. I'm Travis Cody. Thank you for tuning in. Today I want to talk a little bit about how Wonder Woman proves that Hollywood is fundamentally broken. Now my mentor and good friend Jonathan Crane, he wrote a definitive book on Hollywood and he has a phrase that he likes to use, which is Hollywood is the accidental industry. And what he meant by that is that, you know, we call it show business, and that's a really big term, but there really isn't much business behind it. Yes, there's a lot of money, but when you look at any other billion dollar industry, there are systems and processes in place. There is definitions, there's clarity, around how things operate and that is completely missing in Hollywood and a good example of this is if you went into a room full of a hundred members of the Producers Guild of America and you asked what does a producer actually do you're going to get a hundred different answers and it gets even more murky and muddy because there are so many different titles for a producer. So here are just the more common ones. There's executive producer, there's a co-producer, there's a producer, there's an associate producer, there's a co-executive producer. So what do all those do? And like I said, you ask any producer about those things and you're going to get a different answer every single time. That That's just one of the many ways that Hollywood is, is fundamentally broken. We'll address that in future episodes. So how is it that Wonder Woman proves that Hollywood's fundamentally broken? And it, 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 the proof comes from Patty Jenkins herself when she talks about the film. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the film yet, I'm going to talk about some scenes that are in it. So this is your chance right now to tune away to another show and come back after you've seen it. One of the definitive scenes in Wonder Woman comes in the middle of the film when she insists on crossing no man's land to save the town on the other side. And it's, a, it's by far the most powerful scene in the entire movie because it is first and foremost the reveal of Wonder Woman. It's the first time we see her in her full Wonder Woman armor. It's the, and not only that, but it's the, the defining moment for her when she is accepting that she is Wonder Woman and that this is her destiny, that she has the power to take a stand. And it's made even more powerful against the backdrop of where she's at in the midst of World War II, surrounded by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of well-armed men who refuse to take a stand and do anything. They're 
ideas, let's just keep running down the trench. And she's like, no, this has to stop now. And Patty Jenkins is masterful in how that scene is played out. Here's the deal with that scene, though. Patty Jenkins has gone on record multiple times saying that she had to fight very, very hard to get that scene in the film because there was four, count them, four male executives from the movie studio who said they needed to take that scene out. And what was their justification? Their justification was that that scene was going to detract from the finale of the film with the fight with the main guy. That was their justification! The fact that these are the people that are in charge of making movies and they can be that clueless that that scene is the most powerful scene in the movie shows just how fundamentally flawed a lot of development people are in Hollywood. And after 16 years in the industry myself, it, the attitude of some of the executives and some of the people higher up making the decisions is, is disgusting. There's only, that, there's only one way to say it. It's disgusting. I've been in meetings where, and this is very cliche, but it happened, where we've talked about, okay, we're, we're creating movies and we know it's going to play really well to a certain demographic, which is middle America. And they've said, we don't want to make a movie for middle America. Well, when you look at the statistics and the ticket sales, 75, 80% of all movie tickets are sold in middle America. It's not, they're not sold in the major metropolises of the East and West Coast. Now, granted, yes, those are huge places. What's the reasoning for that? People, well, I'm, I grew up in middle America. When you grow up in a town that's, you know, 50,000, 100,000 people, you don't have a whole tremendous amount of options for entertainment. Movies are it. Movies are the thing. And granted, with the internet, things are changing slightly, but still, where do a lot of people want to watch their movies? They'll get them through the internet. Anyway, tangent, call that a Travis tangent. When we talked about what we were trying to do with the films, the, the executive's response to me was, Travis, I don't give a bleep about middle America or the flyover states, which to me is, it, it's just baffling because that's where a lot of the tickets are made. Why, why do you wanna, look, those people, I don't care what they want, they're gonna watch what I tell them to watch because they're that dumb. All we need is a really good marketing campaign and they'll watch whatever we tell them to watch. That is nearly an exact quote. And it's so frustrating and so it, it in, in terms of like what happened in the 2016 election and Donald Trump won and it, the, the people on the East and West Coast were just like, they, their minds were blown and they couldn't understand. And I was like, it made total sense to me because the people in between LA and New York are the people that they despise. And, you know, those people were feeling marginalized. And I, I see that even with films because they're, it, the, 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 a crude term with Hollywood for me is that Hollywood is one big circle jerk. It's all of these creative, quote, put air quotes around that word creative, uh, people 
sitting around jerking each other off feeling good and amazing about themselves look at all these things that we're doing that are great and the reality is, is they're completely out of touch like if you're a screenwriter and you want to get your pulse on what is going to sell well move to a small town in middle america somewhere i say small town 50,000 100,000 and just live there for six months talk to people see what they think about the world see what they think about entertainment see what they think about politics it's completely different than what you're going to get from a major metropolitan city i can tell you that so for me wonder woman is definitive proof with that comment by patty jenkins that literally and here's the other thing that scene tested higher than any other scene in the film and nearly every reviewer and every person who's gone and seen the film when they ask like what was your favorite part of the movie like 90 percent of the people are going oh my god that scene where she came up the ladder and was revealed as wonder woman that is like so powerful the fact that the executives wanted to cut that uh is awful so what are we going to do about it well my dear listener that is up to you and i to discover together as we move forward and in future episodes we'll talk about exactly possibly ways that you and i working together can help hollywood to evolve out of this sort of creative quagmire that it's in right now until next time i'm travis cody thanks for tuning in Hey, it's Travis Cody. I want to thank you for listening to the All Things Hollywood Show, and I want to make sure you're plugged into everything we're doing on a daily basis. Go to allthingshollywoodshow.com and join the email list so you can get notifications when new episodes come out, plus get links to the transcripts of every show we've done in the past. You can also grab a free copy of my best-selling book, Celebrity Rules, which shares even more details on the world of Hollywood and celebrities and what you can do to prepare for the day you meet one. And finally, if you enjoyed the show, I'd appreciate if you will leave a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.